0: Hello everybody, Lee Houston, David Burton, your favorite host in the house. Uh, we'd like to apologize earlier. I was gonna have uh, my brother Greg McCray with me, but he was busy at the moment and I forgot. But we'll have him next time. David Burton's in the house, how you doing? Um hanging in there from this hot weather. Yeah. <laughs> I know about you, it's been storming, it's raining all day today.
1: Man.
0: But y'all didn't come for the weather, you came from wrestling, let's get into it.
1: Yes sir, get into the uh, wrestling, the wrestling though, especially with tonight's Raw. We got um, another triple threat match between Orton McIntyre and AJ Styles. It ain't the first time the three of them battled in a triple threat match, but they're gonna do battle again, and the winner will get the last spot in the for the Raw guys for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Then you have um, six woman tag. You have Oscar, uh, who's gonna be teaming with the Women's Champion, Rhea uh, Ripley, and uh, uh, Nikki Cross. They take on the women's tag team champions, Natalia, Tamina and Charlotte Flair. So that's going to be happening tonight on Raw. Of course, we had another string of recent firings. We've seen Rizango go. We've seen Killian Dane go. We've seen uh, a couple of other people lose their jobs this, this last week. Excuse me. The Bollywood Boys is gone. Uh, uh, 14 people, if you can believe that. Another 14 guys is gone. Who do you think it had? Another, another 14 people gone. Mm. Uh, Tony who was another one who was just um, released from the company. I was, I was like, miss- man, this is crazy. Yes, we all uh, know Buddy Murphy and Tony Neese and the Bollywood Boys and uh, Angle, which is another surprise. Julian Dane, Nikki uh, Cross is her husband. Another one who's gone. I've never. The company has never gotten rid of this many people before. So this is the first. Uh Uh-huh. Now, I don't know why, but this is, this is, this is big. This is strange to me. And it's sad. I'm waiting for Vince to retire because this is getting ridiculous. You know, Ben, that they're relying on their part-time talent. But the reason they rely on their part-time talent is because Vince is afraid to make new stars and then to make matters worse is firing all these guys for not helping the company. If you need to make new talent, you need to make new stars. And the only way that's going to work is to put them on television. You can't be a star without being on television. You got to give people a chance. So the company's not in good shape in terms of... uh, and turns it out right there. It's
0: nuts. It's really, really nuts. You know what? I'll tell you this: where there's chaos is opportunity. So we got—we always make some stars in NXT. Yeah, but they even got rid of
1: some NXT people. Hmm. You know, with this last uh, string of firings, they've gotten, they've taken out some NXT people as well. But yeah, I know know they've hired a bunch of new wrestlers, so that's a good thing. But you're right when there's chaos and opportunity. But um, the only way these opportunities are going to work it's if they give these people an opportunity to be stars and give them a chance to let them shine. Uh You know, if you, if a person is on your roster and you're never giving them an opportunity like Vince is doing, all that's doing is hurting the company because you're not making any new talent. And again, all that's going to do is hurt the company. You wanna, you gotta give people a chance. You gotta give people an opportunity. Vince doesn't do that. He doesn't believe in a lot of the guys. It's sad. I'm personally waiting for Vince to go and be out the picture. Cause once he's out the picture it's gonna be a much different company. Personally, I think the company may be a lot better once he's out the picture. Cause he's getting older the um, older he, he, he's getting them,
0: he's not doing too well. Well, you're going to wait a long time, man, first of all. Well,
1: I'll wait. You know, he's not going to be in charge forever, I'm just saying. Chad, you want to
0: bet? It's been 30 years, he's still the boss around here.
1: Yes, he's going to be 76 in two months.
0: Well, really, for almost 40 years. Yeah.
1: 76. And it's been well over five decades he's been in charge of that company and taking over from his father. Which is a long time ago. <laughs> long time ago. But we do got to talk about money in the bank. Uh, we know Lashley will face Kofi Kingston, but that's going to be a breath of fresh air to see those two battle over the WWE Championship. Of course, we have Roman Reigns against Edge, the Universal Championship. We have um, uh, Charlotte, again, challenging for the Raw Women's Championship. as she's going to face... um. Rhea Ripley. And I'm not gonna be surprised if Drew McIntyre wins. I expect him to win. They need to keep him far away from that title picture. He's been in it enough. But knowing them they're gonna have him win. Of course, Sami Zayn will face uh Kevin Owens this Friday on SmackDown and a money in the bank qualifying match. The runner will be added of a Money in the Bank ladder match. They're going to join Big E and their match will be a last man standing match. So you're going to have four Raw guys and four SmackDown guys, a total of eight guys participating in the Money in the Bank ladder match. As well, the same thing will be done for the women. You know, John Morrison, Matt Riddle, Ricochet, and Big E have all uh, ...advanced into the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. As I stated before, the winner of the Orton-Styles and Drew McIntyre Triple triple Threat match... ...will be the final Raw participant who's going to represent Raw. And we know uh, uh, the SmackDown side of things. They're going to have qualifying matches to add their women to the Money in the Bank women's ladder match. Raw will continue to do the same until all eight women have been announced. I know Nikki Cross is in the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I believe Asuka is also in it as well. So, the Money in the Bank ladder match right now looks pretty damn interesting. I like it so far. Especially the way the men's turning out with Riddle and uh, Morrison and Ricochet and Big E Big in there, that's going to be a um, men's money in the bank riding match. And I'm almost certain Drew McIntyre is going to win. I'll be very surprised if he doesn't win. But again, this will be the second time they face faced each other in a triple threat match, the first time Drew McIntyre won. Did you see the... Uh, the uh, AEW
0: stuff.
1: Barely. Did you? Barely. You know, I did see the, the uh, Jungle Boy stuff, the stuff they did leading up to the match. People giving him pep talks like Christian and then the actual match. And I'll just say decent is the nicest thing I can say. It was decent, but it could have been better. Kenny Omega did retain the championship. So he's still the uh, the uh, AEW champion. You know, Christian tried to come out, and the elite came out and beat him down and left him laying in the middle of the ring. I didn't see too much. I didn't see too much of uh, AEW. You know, I do know uh, Sammy Guevara, who will face uh, MJF on uh, Dynamite. Uh, MJF, who attempted to break Chris Jericho's arm, fortunately didn't work. Thanks to the inner coming out and quickly making a change. Those two got into a brawl. So, yeah, I didn't see too much. I saw very, very little. Well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, Impact, uh... Impact, they're going to have a big, uh... uh six-man match, uh... I don't know what's going on with this storyline. Um, I know Don Callis' storyline was K-Fade fired from uh, Impact Wrestling due to the things he's been doing mm-hmm. along with Omega and uh, the Elite. So now he wants revenge and blames Tommy Dreamer for the firing. And he challenged Dreamer to a match. Dreamer declined the match. So now they're going to have a big, uh, a big tag match. You know, Dreamer put together a team to battle the elite girl Vanderson and Omega. You know, Dream has got Moose, uh, Eddie Edwards, and I believe Chris Sabin is the last guy. So they're going to be in a big six-minute tag match uh, on Impact. And New Japan, one of their most recent new shows, New Japan Strong, they're going to have uh, their first Strong show in front of an audience mm-hmm. uh, next coming week. That's going to be cool. It's the first time that they're doing a New Japan Strong show in front of an audience. All these other shows they've already done in front of a crowd. So this this is going to be a first, and the company's very excited about that. You know, I do know when they take. I mean, won't get a tape, but when they usually do on um, New Japan Strong, it's usually in front of a, it's a smaller venue, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, in front of a small crowd, so it's going to be interesting to see how that's going to work, and. um, ROH has an upcoming pay-per-view. They're building towards uh, their best-in-the-world show. Of course, Nikki James announced once her 90-day compete clause is over, uh, she's going to wrestle her first match since being fired in WWE and uh, the NWA. She's going to participate. I you know the NWA's all women show, which she's heavily involved in. Dude, that's going to be an interesting show because, to the best of my knowledge, they've never done an all women show. I know Impact's done it, we know WWE's done it, we know AEW's done it once, which was a terrible show, so... I'm looking forward to this all-women's NWA show. Question, is this... I haven't been watching a lot of the... um, What's that? The uh, WWE Treasures program. The last one I've seen was the um, Brutus of Barbara Beefcake. Is that show even still on? Or it's over already?
0: Man, I don't know. I believe... uh, I'm not sure. So that was the last one I saw.
1: That was the last and most recent episode. Mm-hmm. You know, Brutus the Barber. Beefcake was um, hunting down the first pair of uh, shears he used when he first became the barber. So that was the. Uh... It's interesting. The last and most recent one was the last one I saw. And I do know uh, Dark Side of the Rain is scheduled to uh, continue in the coming months. So they're going to have more episodes. There will be a part two, a season three part two, which is pretty much stupid. They should just call it season four. But it is what it is. They're calling it part two to season three. Stupid. Very, very stupid. Mm. Come on, you don't think that's stupid. Might as well just call it season four. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Come on, you know it's stupid. I
0: was saying I was straight, say it
1: No, I was saying was they're, mm-hmm. they're doing another... They're doing more episodes of A Dark Side of the Ring. They're calling it uh, season three, part two. Uh, what I'm thinking is... is just... Might as well be...
0: Season four. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. We'll power to you. Yo. Anyway. We're going to be in Vegas, ladies and gentlemen. August 23rd, I believe. For SummerSlam. So pretty good. Live, mind you. And we got tickets available oh. right now.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that's right. during are
0: to so get your money together, you want to be, do some gambling. Go get your money together, and no, don't be on the house because house always wins. Get your money right. Come on to Vegas, August twenty third, SummerSlam. It's interesting. That is going to be the same the same night as the uh, big Nanny Pacquiao fight. Uh, so.
1: Um, I'm surprised WWE has yet to announce this. I know the show is supposed to start and end early so people can watch the fight. Which the company has yet to announce the start time for SummerSlam. Most likely it's gonna be seven. I doubt they're gonna have it start at eight because again, they want people to see the fight which is, again, the same night as the Big Manny Pacquiao fight, which is also in Las Vegas. Uh, That's going to take place at the NGM Grand, a couple of miles away from the Ryan Stadium, where uh, SummerSlam's taking place. And this is going to be the first time since 1992 that SummerSlam's going to be held on a Saturday. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting because SummerSlam 92 was also done at a stadium, the legendary Wembley Stadium in London, England. Uh, they set an all time attendance record for Wembley Stadium, uh, 80,330, a record that still stands to this day, which is an amazing feat. That record has yet to be broken. So and straight. again, this was. Let me
0: just read. All the WrestleManias, all the stuff, every event we had our crowd. You telling me that that attendance record has never been broken?
1: No, 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 no. Wembley Stadium has its own set of attendance records. Oh, okay. When SummerSlam set that record in ninety two at 92, eighty thousand three thirty, that record has yet to be broken, gotcha. which is impressive. Like that was way back when in 1992 and it
0: still hasn't been broken. Alright, so let's go here. So any event at Willowley Stadium right now has not broken that record. Right. Gotcha. Absolutely. Since 1992
1: which is an amazing feat.
0: Mm-hmm. That was
1: almost 30 years ago.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what? That was a good show. Cause it was one of the best uh, Summer Slams they've ever did. If you haven't seen it, check it out on uh, Peacock and mm-hmm. WWE Network. It really is a good Summer Slam. Uh, there's, there's some awesome matches on there. You have the big, legendary Bret Hart Bulldog match. Of course, the Undertaker's Classic against uh, the late Kamala. Mm-hmm. Another Classic is on that show um Randy Savage in the Ultimate Warrior WWE title match. Of course, another legendary clash. Uh, Money Incorporated brought us, uh, the Legion of Doom. They won an opening match. So there's I'm, some prison.
0: I'm taking you back. There's some. I'm interesting back to, legendary uh, matches. I'll take you back to SummerSlam. What was it? 2015, 16? What, what one, one of the SummerSlams was new, new Day. Was a triple threat uh fatal as a triple threat tag team match?
1: Oh, you mean the fatal four way? Yeah, yeah twenty fifteen.
0: So the new day, I found out it was cool. Check this out. So it, a possibility came up: What if the new day penny ch- got tagged in the same in the same ring? Right? They had to, to compete, and what yeah. if one of them laid down or something? They could still retain the titles. Mm-hmm. They were the tag team champions at the time. Let's say you in a triple threat in a fatal four way tag team uh tag, a fatal four way tag team match. I'm on medic. I just took a soup a pain pill. I'm all over the place right now, y'all. Excuse me. A uh a match like that, you can tag anybody you want, right? Uh And let's say somebody tags your partner, somebody tags you. Y'all gotta compete, and you and you're the champions at the time. You can pin each other. And you can still be champions. That's true. That uh, almost um, happened twice. WrestleMania 14 and at SummerSlam. Yeah. The New Day
1: actually won the tag belts that night.
0: Yeah.
1: Started their 483-day uh, um, title reign.
0: They are the only tag team in WWE history to be a 12-time tag team. No, 11-time tag team champion. Absolutely. Uh, They surpassed the Dudley boys. And I'm talking about, I I ain't talking about like with partners. I'm talking about like a tag team in itself. Edge is a Total time time Tag Champion, but he has different partners. I'm talking about the team itself. You're absolutely right.
1: No team in that company has
0: ever done that. Uh, Yes, sir. And yeah, yes, Cover Kingston counts. Cover Kingston lost late. It's like the uh there's the uh, what you call it the rule the, uh, the 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 freebird rule. You can alternate the champ you, even though you, whoever used the pinfall. Did for example, I take Cover Kingston, give him attack, give him the belt. He's attacking champion. I take Xavier Woods, he's tagging champion. I can swap him out in it all day, every day but now they split up but at the same time there's still the New Day but the time were attacking the new champions
1: like, when the hell is MVP going
0: to get back in the ring he's a bit injured for a while no he's he's management
1: reason he started doing it in the first place is because he got hurt. Yeah. Now he did take that okay oh, also I'm a That
0: happened those that can't do teach, so I'm just saying
1: I don't think it was stupid to take Shelton Benjamin and um uh Cedric Alexander out of the group. Mm -hmm. In my personal opinion, I think they should have kept them in the group instead of taking them out. And I think they also should have been tagging champions longer. Mm. And to be honest, that was a mistake. A lot of people agreed with me. Even people within the business and within the company say that was a mistake. You know, they should have let them. They should have kept those two in the group and had them stay champions longer. Right. So I was like, they didn't need to lose the belts. Well, you know what, to be honest, they should be champions now and still be in the group.
0: But they're if not, Lashley,
1: so, ha. With Lashley being the WWE champion right now, you know how cool it would have been if they were still in the group and they'd still be tag champions.
0: It was good while it lasted, man.
1: Yeah, but Vince had to mess that up.
0: It was good while it lasted. I mean, at the time, we had a season where we had black... I'm, I, I'm just going to say it. You feel how you want to feel about it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go ahead and say it. Black excellence for a season. Check. We had a black women's champion, black WWE champion, black tag champions. Yeah, at one point. I'm, I, I feel how you want to feel about it. I'm just saying a season of black excellence is it was, it was for a season. But I loved it, man. We had a black tag champion, a black WWE champion, a black women's champion, black tag, like black, uh, it was all good. Yeah. Absolutely right. Well, right now we have a women's champion, SmackDown, Intercontinental Champion, SmackDown. Of course, WWE Champion on
1: Raw.
0: It's black. <laughs> I believe it's the first time coming up at uh, at SummerSlam. No, at Money in the Bank. We have the black champion versus the black Tender. Yes, that's a first.
1: That is absolutely
0: a first. It's never been done before. It's nice to get a little recognition around here. Put some brothers on the wall. That's cool. And all my folks, people like, oh, all you care about is black champions. First of all, it's been a long damn time that we've been recognized. I'm just saying it's nice to get a little recognition around here. That's all I'm saying. Hey, say it again. I got a little
1: problem. Say
0: it again. Oh, Lord, we got tech problems already. Come on now, y'all. Hey, David, say it one more time. Okay. Oh, Lordy. A yes, sir. Okay. Now, that's just, that, David, while well, I got to mention this right here, this, are you still buying this African gimmick thing? Hello? Yes. Alright, I can't... On, we got a little problem here already. One second, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Alright, p that I
1: can hear you,
0: so all that's all. one problem for this. Okay. Are uh, you still buying the uh, African gimmick with uh, Apollo Creed? Apollo Crews. Hey. I like it, to
1: be honest.
0: I don't buy that at all. stuff I think that's for
1: sure.
0: Like all of a sudden, you are you are Nigerian. You Nigerian now. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, you Nigerian. No, it'll be different as no, you know, it'll be different as some roots to some some truth to it. But all of a sudden, you Nigerian now. Some fishy. Hmm. I don't buy that. All of a sudden, you're not jerking now. Oh no, maybe.
1: It was easy,
0: like it, see how when he first. Let's back up to when he first used the gimmick. Uh, it's easy to switch into, like, bro. Come on now. I, my ex brother in law. Is Nigerian. That's a thick accent. Yeah, that's a thick accent. You can't just swap. You can't just jump into it. That's a good part, but me, like, I'm not gonna
1: complain about it. The only bad thing is that those stereotypes. But past that, I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think it's funny. Yeah. And right now he's having the biggest role since. He's been in the company, so. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's got himself a bodyguard. He's on fire right now. So that's a positive for him and his career. <laughs> but he's he's an intercontinental champion. I know he was a former United States champion mm-hmm. in this shooting of the uh, Hurt Business in Lashley. And he's been champion since WrestleMania. He's been champion for over 70 days, rapidly approaching Andre. Good for him. And Roman Reigns, he's been, uh, well, over the weekend, he passed.
0: We'll count weekends. Of the championship reigns. As, long
1: as you're
0: well, Congratulations to you.
1: how many weekends. It all the If you have a champion, if you're a champion, they're
0: gonna count every day that you're champion. I thought it was just, I thought it was just counting that that Monday and that. Like that Monday on Raw, that Friday, never down airs like that.
1: No, no, you can not count that because that wouldn't make sense. Because if it'll do that, it'll, it'll look like it never existed. So mm. they got to do it the
0: right way. So you saying they'll count weekends included? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. All these years, all you know, counting the- it's,
1: it's like, for example, if you win the WWE championship tomorrow, and you hold it for six months, they're going to count all
0: those things. Yes, gotcha, yes.
1: And gotcha. six months is, if my if memory's correct, I believe six months is 180 days. Mm-hmm. Which is half a year, by the way. We all know uh, four years, six months, a week,
0: Remember to be honest.
1: So, those that know that we year is that you have a uh, uh, 29 days in February. This going to be usual 28.
0: Mm. If
1: there's 29 days in February is considered a leap year. So there, you know. For those who don't know, you learned something today.
0: Hmm. We're gonna learn something. First of all, it's gonna learn. That uh this is a young man's game. You know or Roman Reigns is so close. He said, Look here, I've, I've done it all. I've been there, done that, I'm about to go on vacation or something. That's how I expect him to say before he get the words out of his mouth, Edge comes out, I want my title shot. You know, like Roman is about to go chill. He's conquered everything he's just to conquer, about to go chill. It come edge. It come I want my Tyler shot. What up with that? Why now, huh? Hang on a second. We got a little technical problems. All of these technical problems, man. Give me up. Lord have mercy, bro. I don't get this, bro. I don't understand. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen. We'll we'll address that another time. David Burton, get his stuck together. In the meantime, and in between time, we're gonna go ahead and call it for tonight. Uh, thank you for joining. Oh, us. Yes, well, oh now you know. Now you want to get stuck together. Look at you. Look at you. Where you been, bro?
1: Unbelievable.
0: I'm about to call it, man. What what what, what happened to you? Where, where you went? I've been here the whole time. I hear I just. I, I heard from you since my. I asked a question. I said, "Why Edge won't have his title shot now?" And you ain't say jack. You were scared. No, I. Cause been, you know. I've been talking. You just couldn't hear me. I'm sure they heard me. Hey, uh, cause you know, and you skirt, cause you know, Edge is going to lose against Roman Reigns. I think I think he's,
1: he's going to lose too. I mean. Technically speaking, like Paul Heyman said in his promo, Edge did lose to that triple threat match. (laughs) Despite the fact that Edge has never had a one-on-one match with Roman Reigns, so that would be a good match. But technically speaking, Roman Reigns did win. He did both beat Edge and Daniel Bryan, pinning both of them Mm -hmm. on top of each other, stacking them up. Like JBL used to stay, stay, stack him up like Court would. I've never seen that. Like he put Edge and Daniel Bryan on top of each other. And Edge was on top of Bryan and pinned the both of them. Mm-hmm. That was pretty damn impressive. Which I did state earlier, Edge will challenge for the Universal Championship. I'm looking forward to that match. The match has never happened. They've never had a one on one match before. Mm-hmm. So, right, that's the match I'm looking forward to. Even a Kofi Kingston and Lashley match. And the men's money in the bank ladder match, because that's looking interesting. I know uh, it'll be Matt Riddle's first ladder match, and it'll be Biggie's first Money in the Bank ladder match. He's been in a lot of match in the past. But it'll be his first uh, Money in the Bank ladder match. So do you think... No. I know everybody's not in the match, but do you have a winner? Not yet. But like again, we have uh, Big E from SmackDown. We have... Uh, Again, everybody else is from Raw was Matt Riddle, John Morrison, and Ricochet. Uh, again, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and Drew McIntyre will battle in the triple threat match, and they will be the final Raw participant in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Again, Sami Zayn will battle Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. The winner of that match will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. And as you stated, I think we're. Hold on. Oh, okay, we got some time left before Raw goes on the air in a couple of minutes. Uh, as stated before, Oscar, uh, Oscar, who's in the Money in the Bank riding match, as well as Nikki Cross, they will be on Raw tonight. And, of course, frickin' Charlotte was getting another opportunity. Speaking of Charlotte, uh, one of the things I did catch on AEW was uh, Miro, formerly Russo, the promos he gave. Uh, Andrade talking about he wants to be a champion and he wants a championship match. Uh, Miro responded saying, you're not going to come up in here getting undeserved opportunities. Yeah, I like that. I thought that was cool. He took a shot at um Charlotte. Mm. Like you're not gonna come in here and get undeserved opportunities like your wife does. That was cool. That was funny. That I liked. Mm. Man, this is gonna be an interesting. I gotta be honest, so far I like what I see and I'm actually looking forward to almost the whole show. Mm-hmm. Like I am actually looking forward to it. Come on. So let me ask you a question. What was basically like the last pay-per-view you were really, really, really got excited for?
0: Uh, I do some digging, man. I say the Royal Rumble.
1: This year's Royal Rumble.
0: Last, though, 2019. Because this is what happened. At the time, they were here, four hours away from me in Houston, Texas. And I tried to everything I could in my power. The day, I'm talking about the, 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 the two days before, I'm talking about the month before, I'm talking about a year, a month, a day, uh, three days in before they came to Dallas, to Houston, to get my parents, hey, let's go to Dallas. I want to go to Houston for the Royal Rumble. I was excited, man. And they came over here. Hey, we'll be in Royal Rumble. It'll be Houston, Texas again next year. i like, cool. By my count everything. I was excited that COVID hit. Yeah, COVID messed everything up. But one thing is for certain, I will be, come hella hot water, I will be at the American Airlines Center the next night after Money in the Bank, live right here in Dallas, Texas, at the American Airlines Center.
1: It's, it's funny you mention that, because uh, WWE was supposed to have a role last year at the American Airlines Center, which I was actually looking forward to. Mm -hmm. And I kid you not, just when I was going to go and buy a ticket,
0: COVID
1: hit. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, this
0: sucks. It's been, I count, two years since we've been in the the Bearcat Line Center building. About two years. Last I checked. I I went to a SmackDown show. Had a good time. Last I checked. uh, It's been two years since then.
1: COVID messed everything up. Mm-hmm. I was, you no, know, I had nothing to do. I was bored. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to war. And then, bam, COVID.
0: hits. Like, oh, great. I remember specifically, because this is specifically, it was this lady scanning the ticket, she got irritated at me that I had a paper ticket, and every, she, she, everybody else had a, had a, uh, a what you call it, a virtual a digital ticket and everything else in their phone. Mm. I remember, very, yeah. I remember very specifically, the lady got upset with me because he had scanned a paper ticket and all that crap. I remember that night after the show, I was waiting for my mom to pick me up because, you know, it's right around the corner, not around the corner, but a while from my house, she's from my own right. I'm waiting and there's a police, I know the time, a German shepherd police dog. I think it's a regular dog. He wanted to play. I was ready to scratch his tail, give him a little, give him a little scratch. And the police officers came over. No, he's working. He's police dogs. He came for drugs. I got a profile.
1: hell? Uh-huh. you know? Yeah, I remember. Uh, you know, I've done uh, the um, digital tickets where you would put it on your phone. Yeah, I've done that a few times. It was like, oh, just use your phone. I was like, I can use my phone now when they came out with that. Huh. Oh, man, cool. I don't even have to leave the house to buy a ticket no more.
0: Man. Yeah. Look, look at you. Going though, you yeah, you got to go down. The, you got to leave your house to go buy a ticket, man. Get with the program. Oh, you
1: know, uh, technology, man. Technology has changed so much.
0: Yeah. Give the future. No,
1: you don't have to leave your house and basically do anything anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. I wish y'all would have followed that advice during COVID. That's a different story. But yeah, basically, yeah. That's, that's, that's when I decided for the Royal Rumble.
1: I used to always be excited for the Royal Rumble. You know, after, I believe, 14 uh, fourteen and 15, was terrible. Mm. Uh, 2014 show... 2014 show and 2015 show was uh, two terrible shows. Hmm. I remember people were actually tweeting, cancel the network, cancel the network. And I remember being excited for the Rumble, but after those two years, I was like, no, I'm not really excited, for this no more. Being yeah. 2016 kind of changed all that. Mm-hmm. I was basically excited for the match itself second time the WWE Championship was on the line in a Royal Rumble match. So that got me excited. Of course, uh, Kevin Owens and Dean Ambrose, is now John Moxley, had an awesome, awesome uh, last man standing match. Of course, that Rumble will also be remembered for the debut of AJ Styles, Triple H being a surprise entrant and winning the match and the title. Second time, Triple H won the Royal Rumble match. So um, that was a decent rumble. Kind of made up for the last two years, which is terrible. But that was pretty much the last big rumble I was excited for. Before 2018. 2018 was a hell of a rumble. Hell of a rumble. Okay, now
0: our people are starting to run out of time. We got less than 15 before a raw goal was on the air. Wow. You know what? I think, I think I'm going to hook y'all up. this. I think I'm hook you up. In July, use the code. I don't know. I'm going to put it. I'm, I'm, I am i got to make something up. I don't know what time I hit yet. Uh, you know what? I, I would say SummerSlam. That's copyright. So, you, well, SummerSlam in August. I would, I, at once a month, we're going to hook y'all up on com. You can shop with us at com. We can hook you up. So, I would normally give you the hookup code SummerSlam, but that's copyright for WWE. So, I'll let you guys know soon. But, when we do, I do put the code out there. We'll post on our social media accounts. Uh, use, the, use that code. You get 12 bucks off. Any order, 20 bucks or more at WrestleTracks.com. Last last time we did it was to Father's Day weekend. You could use the code POPS, P O P S, all caps. You could have saved 12 bucks. Because you got 12 bucks off. So, the next time we do it, I'll let you know what code that is. You'll get 12 bucks off your order at WrestleTracks.com. Yes, sir.
1: By the way, uh, uh, the uh, Stone Cold. Broken Skull Session show on the uh, WWE Network on Peacock Peacock, excuse me uh, that had McFoley. Foley good show I recommend that episode to people, very good show Foley uh, Foley was an awesome guest not only that, Foley on, uh, he cut his hair and he took off the beard like Strowman did I was like, whoa. I was like, Strowman, soon as he got fired from WWE, he took the beard off. Uh, Strowman, I don't know if you heard, uh, he's charging
0: $10,000 for an appearance at indie shows. $10,000? He gets my whole behind.
1: I was, I, was, I was an owner. Yeah, that's a bit. I don't think anybody's going to pay that much. If I was the owner... Kids.
0: And you, I would
1: just wait for his ninety days and then go to where he's ever resolved to go.
0: Look here, look here. I'm all for knowing your worth. I'm all for that. If I was the owner and I, I would want you on my show, you co- you cost ten thousand dollars, kiss my whole entire behind.
1: I agree with you. I will not pay ten thousand dollars.
0: I'm all for knowing your worth. I'm not but I'm not saying you can't you know, try what you worth but damn it you ain't worth $10,000 absolutely Hawk Hogan himself ain't worth $10,000 so I'll be dang, I pay $10,000 for Braun Strowman I said the same thing you said when I first heard about it I was like this is ridiculous Shoot. I was like
1: $10,000 what is wrong
0: with this guy and again I'm not well, knocking knowing your words you're supposed to do that but you were going too much I
1: was, I was like, man, you ain't that special. Ooh. That is insane. That is insane.
0: Mm-hmm. And you're
1: right. Not even Hulk Hogan charges that much. Oh, speak. Um, damn, I almost forgot to mention this. Uh, Sabu's longtime manager and partner, uh, super genie whose name is Melissa Colts, who recently passed away. So RIP to her. He to him. Uh, her friends in Tampa. Aww.
0: Yeah,
1: and uh, I have to go out to hers. As well as Sadie, he was very, very close with her. Uh, that happened um, last week over the weekend. Uh, shocking loss. No one is not even sure um, how she passed. She passed away at the age of 50 last week. Uh, she was an established bodybuilder. Uh, she made a name for herself on the American and Canadian independence. I do know she suffered with some, um, some health some health problems over the last couple of uh, months. Uh, she had her leg amputated not too long ago. Uh, she actually appeared on WWE a couple of times in some segments. One of her most famous, her most memorable segment was... Uh, participating in Chris Masters' uh, Master Lock Challenge. She actually wrestled for WWE. Um, she never made it to the main roster, but she did participate in uh, OVW and Deep South Wrestling. And that was WWE's um, up-and-com- up-and-coming up and training facility mm-hmm. where people got to learn and hone their craft before being called up to the main roster. She was there for a little over two years. But, um, again, thoughts all go up, goes to her and her family, her friends, and her fans. Of course, Dabu as well. Um, it was a shocking loss. No one saw that coming. Mm. Um, also, you know, I recently found out, um, again, I was watching the, um, Andre the Giant biography, and find out at the time of his death he was worth 10 million
0: dollars.
1: Wow. You know at the time 1993 for a wrestler to be worth 10 million dollars that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Well at the time that's you know for a wrestler that's a lot of money to be worth. Not like now. But yeah,
0: for Russell to be worth $10 million in 1993, that's a lot of money back then. By the way, check out the, 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 list, of, the list of Jericho, the complete list of Jericho, featuring every match Chris Jericho's ever wrestled in, ever. Available now where books can be sold. Well, not, well, right now, Chris Jericho's website will sell those books. I don't know about bookstores, you can check it out. The complete list of Jericho.
1: Yes, that's a recent release. I believe this is his, I think this is his fourth or fifth book. I lost count after the fourth one. By the reason, this is his fifth book.
0: Mm-hmm. You can... I know
1: what? I forgot all about that book, and I know the Young Bucks uh, released a book, not that anybody cares, but um, they put out a book <laughs> not too long ago. People are still putting out books. I know Kane put out one last year talking about his journey in the politics and his time in pro wrestling and up until he became a mayor. Hmm. Mayor Kane. I never thought I would say that. Kane's a mayor. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I believe it's almost time for us to cut out because we're all fixing to start.
0: Yes, sir. Joe, the show. We'll see you guys next time on wrestling tracks. Have a great night. Enjoy the show. See you later. Take care,
1: people.